fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Welcome into the program. It is the middle of the week already. Hard to believe after, well, you know, a holiday on Monday. So we're halfway down. You see the light at the end of the tunnel. Welcome into the program. Holy cow, do we have a lot to talk about today. Lots to get to. A lot of things happening, both on the fun side, on the issue side, on the concerning side, on the serious side. There's just a lot of sides today. So welcome into the show, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. However you may be watching or listening to the program, we appreciate you very, very much and love you to death. Big news of the day, the most important news of the day that I actually care about that's actually going on. First off, happy birthday to my little one. She, well, she's not very little anymore. Eight years old officially today for a little voice of reason and that's hard to believe as our one and only and the one that's growing like a weed got to have a little mommy time today got out and got the nails and the toes done and got to have a good time out and about she really enjoyed that so happy birthday to little voice of reason daddy loves you to death and what a day it's been that's one big piece of news because, I mean, that's kind of important, isn't it? The second bit of good news, I guess good news? Could you call it good news? I guess you can. In our latest in What's Trending. What's Trending Today. What's Trending Today. The big news that just came out just an hour or so ago, the hashtag MeToo movement has been absolutely decimated. Can we just come to the admittance that it's gone? It's, it's about over and it's about dead. We have the official ruling from the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case as that has been released officially as of an hour ago. Johnny Depp winning all but one of the, uh, what do you want to call it, the um, the counterclaims, the different claims going on. He won all but one of them. He was awarded $15 million. She, would award, she was awarded $2 million. Uh, for Amber Heard, and it's finally done. It's finally over. Now, I know what you're thinking here. I know what you're saying. Probably most of you are saying... We don't care anymore. <laughs> I can imagine that you're thinking that. But there is something interesting to this case. Now, as you know, we haven't talked a whole lot about this case because, really, I just don't care. And uh, it's someone's personal civil suit about how bad each other was during a divorce. And guess what? Welcome to the real world, man. But there is something interesting about this case because Hollywood has been relatively quiet on this case. And the little bit that has come out of Hollywood has been in support of Johnny Depp. Now, it's probably because Johnny Depp's one of their own. So they got to, I mean, they got to stand for the guy. Amber Heard's relatively new, not as big of a name, obviously, as Johnny Depp. He's been around for a while. So they got to stand with Johnny a little bit. But at the same time, doesn't that counter the whole, like, because the woman says it, therefore it must be true because we just have to blindly agree with it because we're the hashtag Me Too movement. So therefore, women are always the victim. Men are always the abusers. And it kind of shoots down that narrative. So I got to be honest, I'm a little shocked about the ruling that came out. I am a little shocked of the quietness out of, Hollywood, I'm hearing crickets right now, 
and I really am curious to see what the reaction is going to be in Hollywood because there are a lot of the mainstream actors that have come out in support of Johnny Depp, even his old girlfriends and wives that are like, yeah, he's nothing like what she's trying to portray him to be. He's a great guy. He's a wonderful dad. He's just a cool dude. You know, obviously we didn't get along. We kind of grew apart. But at the same time, he never could raise his hand on anybody because he's just a nice lovey-dovey kind of dude. And that's how everybody has described Johnny Depp. Now, as much as little as I care about this whole Amber Heard Johnny Depp case, I'm curious on what it's going to do for the formation of the of the future of the Me Too movement because it started in Hollywood with Harvey Epstein. It started with uh, some other individuals in Hollywood as well, and it's going to end there. Because if you truly believe that the woman is always the victim, the man is always the oppressor, the ultra-masculinity, the ultra-manly man guy that's just there wanting to, you know, drink the adult beverage and abuse women and just beat them to a pulp because we like to exert our domination over them. If you truly believe in that crazy, wild mindset as a radical left-wing progressive, then how does this narrative end up playing into that game? Because that's not the case. And she went on a defamation against him, and he sued her. And he won. So, obviously, what she said wasn't viably true, according to the court, which means that the entire narrative of the I'm always a victim because I'm a woman doesn't fall through. And if that's the case, then is this the end of the Me Too movement? I guess I had a good run, the Me Too movement, so well done. I would prefer, as many in the Second Amendment Club say, hashtag not me, as opposed to the hashtag Me Too movement. So, Johnny Depp winning his case. I'm sure you really, 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 really cared about that one. But he's winning out of the $100 million that was floating around in that case. He's winning 15. She's winning two. And this will be the last time that you ever hear of Amber Heard. I, I really, truly think that her career is actually just over. She's not going to be in the Aquaman 2. Aquaman was okay. I'm a big fan of Jason Momoa, but that was about it. Don't really care for her. Uh, but she's the perfect example of the crazy hot girl that you tried to date in college that you should probably stay really, really far away from because she can ruin your life and do some really crazy stuff, especially leaving little presents for you on your bed if you end up <laughs> getting into a fight. I just... <laughs> oh, what do you do? So I, I really do honestly feel bad for Johnny Depp because he's been through a lot and he sounds like just a nice guy. Obviously, he's kind of a party guy, done a lot of drinking, done a lot of drugs, whatever, but he's a hell of an actor. He doesn't talk about politics from what I've heard. He is very down to earth overall for the most part. So I respect the hell out of the guy and he's made some really great movies. She, I know nothing about outside of the fact that she's a crazy abuser and uh, is a two-timer, by the way, too, with you know a few other individuals, including Elon Musk, by the way. But uh, that's another story for another time. We don't need to get into the gossip of other people's lives because, again, I just what? We don't care anymore. And that's all I have to say about that. Let's get into the bigger issue of what's trending today. What's trending today? Which, by the way, bottom of the hour, J.V. Johnson, brand new guest on the program today, a good friend. I am on his podcast, uh, live stream internet podcast, so I don't know, about once a week, once every other week of the Independence Gang, host of that one. So also he's host of America's Lunchroom radio program, and he'll be on the program with us here in about 15 minutes at the bottom of the hour. We'll get his thoughts on some of the latest current events ongoing. As right now, the big issue is inflation that continues to climb where more individuals are being hit by it is according to the New York Post inflation is set to hit 25% of Americans who choose now to delay their retirement due to the higher costs. Now I want to put this into perspective for you. 25% of Americans set to retire. 
meaning a quarter of the largest generation in the United States right now is delaying their retirement because they can't afford to retire because of the high inflation rates right now that it's at eight and a half percent. Gas is near just over $4 a gallon nationwide. It's about to hit $5. They're expecting it to almost hit six nationwide by this fall time. They're looking at $5 a gallon by the 4th of July. 25% of the individuals that were planning on retiring will not be retiring because they can't afford to retire. That's at the same time the government doesn't seem to care. And here's what I mean by that. Andy, that's a very vague, just, you know, attack the straw man kind of argument. No, here's what I mean by that. They truly do not care. I mean, anybody in elected official office that has been there for like the last 10 years, they truly do not care to them. Everything they do in Washington, D.C. is a game. It's a battle of philosophy. They don't see the ramifications, positive or negative, on the streets. They think what they're doing up in D.C. is truly nothing more than just a play, a game of chess to advance their power, to advance their influence and get reelected, and they don't know what's actually happening on the streets. And here's what I mean by that. This was an interview on CNBC by Yellen, the Secretary for the Treasury, at the Federal Reserve talking about what they're doing. And this was her statements over the last couple of years, or over last year, I guess, regarding the potential of inflation. Is there a risk of inflation? Um, I, I think there's a small risk, and I think it's manageable. I don't anticipate that inflation is going to be a problem, but it is something that we're watching very carefully. You're watching very carefully. It's not going to be that big of an issue. Don't you worry, guys. This is going into the first year of the Biden administration. Don't you worry. Don't worry about inflation. It's not going to be that bad of a thing. It's not going to affect us that terribly bad. Don't worry about it. Go about your day. Live your life. Have a grand old time. Just be happy. Don't worry. We're not here to destroy the economy. We're not here to do anything bad. Now, surprisingly, she was somewhat questioned on this on CNBC. You'd be like, wait a second. You, these were the remarks that you made over the last year before inflation really took hold. Do you take any responsibility as the, as the secretary to the Treasury on where we're at now with inflation? And did you take it serious enough back then? Well, um, look, I, I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take. As I mentioned, there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted uh, energy and food prices and um, supply bottlenecks. Okay, let's <laughs> let's stop right there for a second, shall we? I underestimated it because there have been shocks to the economy that we didn't anticipate, including food and energy and things that we just didn't have any control over. You're telling me, and I'm trying to be serious right now. You're telling me, Miss Yellen, that the global shutdown of massive amounts of businesses in the country and worldwide during the last two years with COVID-19, the massive shutdown that happened with putting millions of people out of work, millions of dollars being spent to try and give us relief money while we're being laid off with the 6 million jobs that Joe Biden claims to have created during his first two years of his administration. When that was just putting people back to work that weren't allowed to work because you told them they weren't allowed to work because we were supposed to be scared of COVID-19. Those 6 million plus people in all of their small businesses, all of their contract work, all of their transportation, everything that they did, you're telling me that didn't compare even close 
to what we're seeing now with a war in the Ukraine and Russia and with food shortages and with transportation issues that we're seeing now after the fact, because we're open from COVID. Remember, we're open from COVID. During the COVID pandemic, during the time when everybody was shut down, we still only had a 1% to 2% inflation rate under the Trump administration. These inflation rates didn't hit till after COVID when you guys took over and spent a buttload of money, which causes, by the way, inflation by printing money without any substantial backing to it. That's not the issue here, according to you. It's the unexpected turns in the economy with supply uh, the, the supply chain issues that you say is causing the 8.5% inflation rates. That have affected our economy badly, that I didn't at the time didn't fully understand. But we recognize that now. Uh, the Federal Reserve is taking the steps that it needs to take. It's up to them to decide what to do. And for our part, President Biden is focused on supplementing what the Fed does with actions we can take to lower the cost that Americans face for important um, expenditures they have in their budgets. All right. We'll get some more of that in a minute. So not their fault. The Biden administration's taking the preventative measures, the Federal Reserve, raising interest rates, trying to lower the amount that people can actually afford to borrow or to do things in the economy to limit the amount of people that can be active in the private consumeristic market. So that way we can get inflation back under control with the amount of product that's actually available out there by just really outpricing a vast majority of Americans. They don't give a crap about you. To them, this is a game. And for them just to shrug it off, ah, not our fault. This is what we're dealing with right now. With Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. 
Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, Federal Reserve. I know that we have eight and a, eight, eight, what, eight, eight and a half, nine percent inflation, whatever we're at now in the country. Having a hard time buying things, an average of what, three to four hundred dollars additional for an average family of four to try and buy the same things that they usually do on a normal basis. That much more expensive. I mean, where's it all going? That's how many thousands of dollars per year that we have to try and just find somewhere just to buy the same things that we were before. You guys take any responsibility for this? I mean, we did spend trillions of dollars, and I'm talking trillions. What was it? Two, two and a half trillion dollars last year for the last COVID-19 stimulus payment. That wasn't budgeted. That was on top of the regular deficit. So when we talk about Joe Biden, we're paying off the deficit. We're not paying it. We're not spending as much this year. We're doing really good. Ha, ha, ha. It's almost like a Bill Clinton kind of thing there. They uh, they don't talk about the fact that, well, yeah, you're not spending a $2 trillion package right now that wasn't budgeted. So, great. You spent all the way up here, and then you went back to normal deficit spending, and somehow that's a cut. Almost like with the inflation rates, oh, it went up a little bit, didn't go up as much as they said, so we actually cut it by 2% or regular spending in the federal budget. Oh, you guys wanted to cut the growth of it by 4%, still growing by 2%, but we wanted 6 so therefore you guys cut it at 4 and we want you to die in the streets. These guys are nuts with how they actually look at the world. And when we ask them, do you take any responsibility for this additional spending, printing money out of thin air, and poof, there you go, just putting it into the market. That causes inflation because now things are worth less. I take that back. They're not worth less. It just costs more of the paper money to buy the same product. Do you take any responsibility for that? Well, um, look, I, I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take. As I mentioned, there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that not like have boosted uh, energy and food prices and um, supply bottlenecks that have affected our economy oh. badly. Oh, hold on. Stop right there. The supply bottlenecks. What is that supposed to mean? Again, not COVID because we didn't have any of that during COVID, obviously. We just didn't have anything going to the shelves, which you think would jack up the price as well because there's a limited supply in the supply chain issues and the supply demand private sector economy that we have there are less of it getting to the shelf so therefore we have a higher demand it wasn't that issue it was the fact that we had freedom convoys and protesters that actually tried to travel and not take what they needed to and ship what they needed to and that caused a bottleneck in the system it's the freedom protesters faults for this that's what it was that's right it wasn't COVID. It wasn't Democrat policies that wouldn't allow ships to actually port and undock and actually get their products off the docks there. It wasn't any of that, although that one did happen in California. Remember during Christmas time with Ron DeSantis where he saved Christmas, essentially, letting them actually go route all the way around from California down to Florida to actually get undocked? Because California's like, no, we're not going to take it. We're not going to do it. Not going to take that. That was direction, by the way, from the Biden administration. And then they're like, oh, there's a supply bottleneck. I get that Democrats have a really, really, and the majority of individuals in politics have a really, really short attention span and don't remember things that happened just a week ago. But can we please remember basic stuff in the economy that caused a disaster? When you tell ships for months that they can't dock and things are spoiling in the containers on the ships just a mile out to sea, 
and they won't let you dock. They won't tell the trucks that they can go and actually transport them. While they were saying there's a trucker shortage, we had videos, literal videos of trucking companies with their truckers sitting in the trucks at the shop saying we're waiting for orders to come in because we're ready to go. We're not getting any business here. Now, is there a trucker shortage? I think there was a little bit of one, but at the same time, the ones that could work weren't allowed to work. So you caused the bottleneck, and then they're like, oh, there's a bottleneck and just to cause some stuff to happen. And it had nothing to do with COVID or printing money. It had everything to do with just a bottleneck in the economy. Totally didn't see that coming. It was way out there. Had no clue. That's how stupid they think that we are. That's how bad that they're out of touch with reality. That's why it really took Hillary Clinton to take classes to learn how to relate to their constituents during the election because they're so high up on the pedestal. What they do to them is a game, and then we get the brunt of it here on the home front. J.B. Johnson coming up on the show right around the corner. Stay here. With Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality hear entertainment shows and of course yours truly with the voice of reason plus we offer numerous media services including helping you set up your own podcast become your own voice of reason and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic for information on all of our shows links to podcasts each show website or social media link or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment visit our website at hoosiermedia.com again that's hoosiermedia.com the future of media When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out today on a midweek celebration radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching, listening. We appreciate you very, very much. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation. One radio listener at a time on multiple radio stations all over the place. We appreciate you joining us. By the way, programming note to you again newsletter coming out on monday next week so if you haven't had a chance sign up go to the website who's your reason.com that's h-o-o-s-e-r reason.com sign up totally free we don't spam you all the time we just send you that monthly newsletter a lot of great stuff on there and uh, hopefully you check that one out we get some new followers on there every month and we thank you for that more and more all the time joe biden man he's over his head a little bit how you feeling buddy doing good doing all right i want to be clear i'm not going nuts <laughs> all right just make it sure make it sure i love those uh those, what was it, the COVID numbers that he always came out with? Yeah, uh, what was it, like 6 million people died from COVID? All right, thanks, buddy. Thanks. We appreciate that very much. Let's get into what's trending. What do you say? What's trending today? Super happy to have this guy on the program. The first time here on the show, I've been able to have the honor to join his podcast, uh, I don't know, every couple of weeks or so. We have some fun and jump on there in the evenings. You can find them at theindependencegang.com. Also, his program as well during the day. America's Lunchroom, which you can find at americaslunchroom.com as well. The man himself, J.V. Johnson, on the line with us here. J.V., how are you, brother? Andy, 
I am doing terrific. As long as I don't look at my phone and particularly the stocks icon and take a look <laughs> at the red that shows up there, I actually can survive the day if I just don't look at that app. Yeah, don't look at that app. We continue to see uh, the decline here. It's fascinating how the Federal Reserve takes zero responsibility in the 8.5% inflation rates, the crashing of the stock market right now, the ongoing uh, presets of a recession. And when we ask them about it, we just played the audio before the break. They're like, well, you know, there were some things that came up that we didn't expect. Not like two years of shutting down an economy and spending $2 trillion above the the deficit for the year last year. It was just there's a uh, there's a bottleneck in the supply chain issues, and that's why we're seeing 85 9% inflation right now. And there's absolutely no uh, acknowledgement of the fact that everyone who opposed their policies kept saying, if you keep doing this, we are going to have runaway inflation. If you keep doing this, we're going to have runaway gas prices increases. And they just, you know, put hand in face, didn't listen. And now when all that's happening, they act as though no one knew this was possible. We didn't know this could happen. We didn't know that inflation actually could could rear its ugly head in the American economy and destroy it. It's, it's really pathetic. And to hear Yellen say, uh, Jenny Yellen, Treasury Secretary, say, wow, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, you were wrong. When is somebody going to be fired for being wrong? Yeah. I mean, come on. No, they, they're not going to get in trouble for this. They don't care. I, we said this before. They they see this as a game. They live on their little pedestals up in D.C. They roll the dice. I love the episode of South Park where it's like, hey, how do we return this thing? They cut the head off the chicken. It runs around the board. And boom, bailout. Here's a million dollars. Here you go for this blender because they have no clue what they're doing and they don't realize that this is impacting Americans. Now, 25% of the generation that was set to retire this year is delaying their retirement because it's too expensive to retire now. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Uh, you know, I'm I'm at a point in my life when I'm trying to plan, you know, for retirement. Where am I going to be? How am I going to live? How much am I going to have to live on? Those kind of things. That's what happens when you cross that 50-year-old mark, and I did. So, uh, you know, I'm looking at those things, and I'm like, wow, the dynamic has changed so much in 18 months. Uh, 18 months ago, I probably would have retired more comfortably, much more comfortably than I can now. Uh, but you know what I find funny? And there's an article. Where was where did I find this one? It was on CNN of all places. And the, the headline of the article is "Lunchflation is real. Returning to the office is costing us a fortune." And they go through all these things and they act surprised, like, "Wow, we didn't realize gas prices had doubled from a couple years ago. Wow, we didn't realize that coffee was up, you know, 50 percent." And they go through this like they had this epiphany on CNN in this article today. And I'm thinking, where have you been? Because this has been going on and getting worse for the last 18 months. Yeah. Do you think this is going to drive people back to working at home, trying to do the remote work, which I think is what they want at the end of the day, because then we're not wasting energy. We're not burning fuel. We're not harming the ozone layer. We're not contributing to global warming. So is this another backhanded attempt to say, hey, let's just keep people at home because it's too expensive to drive and either make them buy a $60,000 electric vehicle or just work from home? Yeah, I think it probably is part of that formula. Everything they do is designed with two things in mind. One, to drive us out of being able to afford fossil fuels. So we're forced to accept these inefficient, uh, basically untried, untested uh, alternative energy sources that have failed time and again already in places around the world. So they're forcing us that. And, and they're also forcing us to accept this equity agenda. Uh, I was just reading that the, the Treasury Department has the uh, pride flag flying today. While, while inflation is out of control, their, more important, uh, their, their more important mission is determining which flag are we going to throw up on the poll today to send them a woke message. Yeah, so this is all by design 
Andy. They're, everything they do is designed to satisfy the ideologues in their party, and they most of them occupy the White House, by the way. Well, that is very true. Uh, yeah, the administration, and they love the bureaucratic administration because while the politicians may come and go based on elections, they stay in power. The fourth branch of the government of the bureaucratic state, they stay, they continue to promote the same agenda, and we continue to move down this road of crazy socialism and tyranny while we just were angry, like, oh, we're going to vote these guys out of power, and it doesn't change anything. Yeah, that's the lesson we've learned uh, harshly over the last four years. The Donald Trump administration, if nothing else, pulled back the curtain on the deep state and these career bureaucrats and how they are not just innocent office workers. They're activists. They're involved in not just setting policy, but deciding which policies to enforce and which ones not to enforce. And they certainly, as you pointed out, have more power because they aren't subject to being voted out of office, and rarely are they ever fired. In some cases, they're fired, and who has McCabe got fired, and then uh, a couple of years after Trump left office, they reinstated his retirement, reinstated everything, and uh, he's living like a fat cat. Sure. Why not? I mean, that's their agenda. That's their goal. Bernie Sanders said it clearly, and we didn't listen, JV, when he said during the campaign trail this last time that he was there to complete the FDR agenda, the New Deal, the socialist takeover. It is time. They're anxious. They've been waiting for 100 years, for 80 years, for whatever. They've been ready for this time. They're a little on the, uh, um, you know, the, the patience is a virtue mindset. Now, they don't like to wait any longer. They want it to be done right now, which is, I think, what we're seeing because they're not hiding it anymore. They're not doing it behind the closed doors while they try and tell us they're promoting the American agenda. They're openly saying we're going to fundamentally transform the nation. We're not going to drill and actually create our own energy to become energy independent. We're not going to get the dollar back on a gold standard. In fact, we're just going to spend more money and then just, oh, we have no clue why we have inflation in the country. They're openly lying to us every day. Yeah, there was a period in American history where, uh, you know, you had this contingent, but they were silent. They were in the shadows. They didn't dare speak their agenda out loud because they would have been laughed into a corner uh, and off the stage if they happened to be on one. Uh, but times have changed, and it changed really quickly. And sadly, that was one also one of the effects of the Donald Trump administration. It emboldened the critics to the point where now they say this stuff openly. They don't see shame in saying, yes, we want a socialist or even Marxist takeover of this nation. We want to tear down all the things that made it great. We want to replace them with these ideologies that have been not just unsuccessful in the past in other countries, but have been proven to kill people, to, to destroy people's lives economically and in the most real sense. And they're just not afraid to say it anymore because they've gotten a sympathetic media that actually talks about these ideas as if they are some kind of panacea. And uh, the the counter to that is doesn't have the platforms, whether it's social media or maybe a little bit of Fox News. But beyond that, there's not really many places for those of us who think this is a bad idea to speak our minds, except for shows like this, Andy, and of course, uh, uh, The Independence Gang and America's Lunchroom and some others. Yeah, exactly. Go check them out, independencegang.com, also americaslunchroom.com as well. So here's the big question. Is it going to work? The popularity is in the tanks right now. The Biden administration's flailing in the polls. Uh, Kamala Harris is in any better at all. None of the Democrat candidates nationwide. Congressional seats are doing well. I mean, Republicans are up near 10, 15 percent nationwide going into the midterms, but yet they don't bow down and cower and change their platform like they used to anymore because they are hunkering down with this. Is it going to work? And with all these different agendas they brought up here lately between guns and the shootings, between the inflation, between the gas prices, between uh, the, the social issues with the Supreme Court and the leaked case on the abortion case, they're trying to create an issue to run on. 
but I don't think that's working either. So will they actually gain some momentum going into midterms? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting, the timing of these giant issues appearing on the stage right as the political campaign season starts for the midterms, and the Democrats have nothing but bad news to talk about. All of a sudden, these wedge issues appear. So that's a bit suspect in itself. However, let me say this. Here's the dirty little secret. You ask if it's going to work. Are they going to be able to get away with this? The dirty little secret is their policies are disastrous. They've had 18 months. They went all out as best they could uh, with a 50-50 Senate to get this stuff through. And in many cases, what they couldn't get legislated through, they got done through regulation throughout uh, you know, different departments, whether it's the uh, energy department or whatever it happens to be. And the, the, the result has been catastrophic for the nation and, quite honestly, catastrophic for the world. I don't put uh, uh, this Ukraine-Russia uh, war off Joe Biden's desk. His lack of immediate response when this threat loomed is the reason Russia was emboldened to go into Ukraine. He didn't do anything to try to stop it, anything meaningful anyway. And his weakness shown in Afghanistan created an environment by which China is also emboldened. They're eyeing Taiwan, and they're salivating about it. So the dirty little secret is they're, 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 um, their policies don't work, and Americans are waking up to it. But we just have to stay awake. That's my fear. My fear is Republicans win big in the midterms, and then it's split for two years. Nothing gets done, and people forget how bad it was in the first two years. Amen to that. JB, we got, we're out of time, my friend. The last couple seconds here. Where can people find the show with you? Yeah, just go to uh, either theindependencegang.com um, or check, look on all social media, you'll find it. Also, America's Lunchroom. And Andy, thanks so much for having me on the show. Hey, it's good to talk to you, my friend. It's always fun to join your guys' podcast. Look forward to doing that again soon, and we'll get you back on the radio program again here real soon. J.V. Johnson, right there, Independence Gang, America's Lunchroom. We appreciate his time very much. We'll take a break. We'll wrap up the show today. Eight different gun bills coming through Washington, D.C. right now. What the heck are they doing with that? Is it going to work? And... Again, will that rile up now the Second Amendment crowd to turn out to vote for the midterms? We'll talk about that when we come back here on a Wednesday for the mid, uh, midweek celebration here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I know we talk really fast on this program. There's a lot to talk about. We have an hour to cram as much content into as we possibly can. And I probably need to slow it down at times. But I'm excited, by golly. I'm either happy or I'm angry. But we got a lot to get to and get through. And appreciate J.B. Johnson coming on the program. Great to chat with him. We'll have him back on the show for sure as well. Always enjoy hanging out with them on their podcast as well. The Independence Gang. Theindependencegang.com. I know they have their Roku channel. You can find them on the social media. You can find them all over the interweb with their site. Also America's Lunchroom, which is the program that he does during the middle of the day as well. Two different shows, so kudos to him on that one. So we appreciate his time taken out to chat with us. So, first and foremost, the Democrat platform isn't going to work. I mean, obviously, the polling for the Democrats that we've talked about so many times is on the downhill slope to the point that we're even talking about a potential Republican mayor in the city of Los Angeles. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. That's insane right there. The Mall King could be L.A.'s new mayor. The Republican Rick Caruso, who is the, I guess, kind of sort of Republican, the billionaire mayoral candidate, has splashed the city like his, in his likeness of the uh, vision of getting things back underway. As he is a, uh, a real estate mongol, I guess. He owns a lot of businesses. He owns a whole lot of like strip malls or malls or something. And he is a Republican, Democrat, moderate-ish that could be the new mayor for LA. Now think about that for a second. You're talking Los Angeles. You're talking about one of the most liberal places in the country. And we could see a, it's still a moderate, not like a Ted Cruz style, but still a moderate Republican take over. Yeah. That's how bad it is for the Democrats right now. That's how bad it is for the governor of California with Newsom. That's how bad it is for the Biden administration. That's how bad it is for Nancy Pelosi. That's how bad it is for all of the Democrats right now that you could even get just a moderate Republican to come in and look in an economic stance that really Donald Trump started with that movement across the nation. Oh, so many years ago, uh, what, five years ago now that he started this movement. Now we have these guys running and could actually start focusing on ways to make things better. This is fascinating to me. So, Jamie's right. Look how ironic it is that now that we're going into election season, all these major issues start hitting. We have the leak from the Supreme Court with the abortion issue. Oh, riling up the social crowd about the abortion. They're out protesting at the judges' houses right now trying to say, hey, Supreme Court justice, you better change your opinion or we're going to start riots in the streets because we're going to blackmail you as the terrorists and domestic terrorists that we are in this nation. You have the shooting that happened last week. Now we need to go after gun control right now because it's about the children they lost the kids argument during the whole critical race theory and the lgbtq discussion with identity politics and sexual orientation conversations to like first graders they lost the mom 
vote. They lost the young vote. They lost the vote of the family when they took that stance. They're trying to win it back now by taking advantage of a god-awful situation like a shooting and saying, hey, we stand with children and we actually care about your children, so we need to stand for gun control. Trying to bring that crowd back to their side. Is it working? Probably not. But they're trying. The ones that are affected for sure aren't because they go out and buy guns. Hey, I'm never going to let this happen to me again. I'm not going to go to the grocery store without concealed carrying. I'm not going to go out there without teaching my kid how to be aware of a firearm and what to do in a safety situation because we need to protect ourselves from crazy people. So that kind of backfired on them. But they're still trying. They're trying to pass eight different pieces of gun legislation in Washington, D.C. right now. Now, here's the thank God moment that we have in this nation is that we still have the filibuster in effect, which means in the Senate, they need 10 Republicans to jump on board. Are they going to get 10 Republicans? Probably not. I mean, they have Mitt Romney that'll probably jump on board. I'm a conservative. Yeah, right. You got uh, Lindsey Graham, which kind of flip flops depending on what the flavor of the day is. You got Susan Collins. That definitely isn't. You got, uh, who is it, Ben Sass out of Nebraska? Is he still there? He was a hardcore anti-Trump or moderate Republican. He's probably on board. So that's four. Outside of that, you're probably not going to get a whole lot more to support it. You're not going to get 10 for sure. There's no way you're going to get 10 Republicans to vote for gun legislation. Even this new, quote-unquote, red flag legislation. As they're like, well, if we could have stopped it from the beginning, we could have taken it away from the shooter. <laughs> yeah, Okay. Good luck with that. He bought the guns and a day later went on a shooting spree with no prior record because he turned 18. Tell me how that a red flag law was going to stop a kid from shooting up a school in any way, shape, or form. These are feel-good bills to confiscate firearms. We're very well aware of it, and it's not going to work. So try and pass these. You have to get 10 Republicans to support it for a filibuster vote in the Senate, and it's just not going to work. So well done, Democrats. You have again have failed on another policy attempt and platform for your elections. Good luck with that one going into the midterms. That does it for us today. Podcast up in just a little bit. Back at it tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. We'll cover the stuff we didn't get to today. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.